What's that? All right. So what are we doing this time? Those who wish me dead. Oh, is this the, the Skeletor movie? Skeletor. Oh God. My, my lady has seen better days. She still looks pretty good to me, boss. Mm. I would say Angelina Jolie looks fucking fantastic considering the line of work she's in. And this that's that's the hardest part for me is imagining a woman that looks like this. Smoke really? jumper. Yeah, yeah. N- normally you've got husky cigarette voice large marge <laughs> in the f- fourth street. I thought bar. this was spot on. Like all just haggard yes. looking. The the fucking supermodel oh, in the fire. T- <laughs> <laughs> She looks like one of the skeletons from Coco. It's just, uh. Too skinny for you. Does it have an ass that knocks over things on the desk? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she has to be able to get up in that fire tower for once. Where's so. Derek when you need her? going up that tower. Boy's in there. You're gonna bring him down to me. If he isn't, start a fire in the middle of that cabin and burn it to the ground. Why burn it? So I know you ain't lying. Come on, go. Move. Stay hid. There's a rifle trained on me. There's two of them, they're both armed. Connor, you're doing great. You just stay there, okay? Don't move. Don't talk. Pretty sharp axe. Pray this I didn't do it. I uh I don't know how to get us out of this. I would think you're more likely to see uh, a woman in this line of work that uh, if she is handsome, she's gonna be looking like John Bernthal. That's about as pretty as you're gonna get. <laughs> John Bernthal with maybe, a wig. Maybe you've got a lot of experience, boy sweat and uh, smoke jumpers. <laughs> Um, no, I, I do not have a lot of experience with, uh, this profession or ladies of this profession or dudes with wigs on in this profession. Where is the cutoff point for Angelina Jolie with you? Cause she's been gone for a bit. Um, what do you mean by what is the cutoff? Like where you started calling her Skeletor? <laughs> when did you get off the Angelina Jolie, uh, 
As uh, <laughs> let me scroll down IMDb a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, date mark when the boners stopped. <laughs> Maleficent. I, I, Gotta be I've Maleficent, never, right? Yeah, it has to be this somewhere on the Shark Tale. I don't know. I I I've never been a big fan of hers. I don't what see the, her as what. You you what? come in. <laughs> Saying she's fallen way off, and you're like, she was shit to begin with. Imagine how bad she looks now. <laughs> well, yes. Um, no, I. You know, aesthetically speaking, you know, she's never been my cup of tea. From an actress standpoint, um, she doesn't really bring a lot. I mean, I know she won an Academy Award and yada yada. She moped around in the psych ward, got it, okay. But you know, she's not really rangy. She she's always Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like give me my uh, my Florence Pugh, or give me give me something with some heft. Stop trying to get in cool with the kids, Florence Pugh. My God, no, I, mean, I just it's... want Dave to like me again. <laughs> it won't happen. Get Dave to return your texts. <laughs> I get like a text every. I'm at at the point now. It's like every two weeks I'll get a text. Usually it's Miami Heat related, like you know today, cheering on Jimmy Butler or that sort of thing. Um, but. Uh, you know, the most I get uh, in regards to you is uh, I'm assuming the Heat lost today. They lost in overtime. Yes. Uh, I only I had no idea. But Jared said uh, Hiro will be agitated. Good and agitated for tonight's recordings. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what does that mean? Oh, must mean a Miami team lost. OK, well, those I'm are already agitated. Of... I'm I'm dieting, so I'm not drinking. Ooh. So I was just going to say, those are the type of friends you're hanging out with right now, where people are amused that your team lost. I mean, that's pretty much known amongst all of us. That's pretty much, your team loses its point and laugh. Yeah. I'm going to compare you to my wife, Hiro. I think she could, she has certain, certain, well, she has a particular hang-up with women, so if she ever expresses any sort of lesbian tendencies, I'll know that she has a big problem with women uh, with the, the huge lips because she made multiple complaints throughout this movie, basically saying, I wish this movie starred someone else. And I would ask like, Oh, do you have someone else in mind? She goes, no, not really. Just not this, not Angelina Jolie. Uh, she makes similar complaints about Scarlett Johansson as well. So she's got something in, against that. Uh, I guess overly sexualized uh, kind of characters that I would say both tend to play or used to play or were known uh, for that. Um, the plight of the beautiful. They have it so. <laughs> so I don't horrible. think it's an even compare. I mean, outside of the lips, I don't think it's an even comparison because Scarlett Johansson is all over the place with her roles. I mean, what is uh, Angelina Jolie's marriage story? Where's her? Where is her uh, under the skin? Where's her? Her. I would say her everything marriage, is Marvel for her Angelina marriage Jolie. story was public, probably <laughs> with Brad Pitt and uh, that movie they did together you know, that no one saw. That was the the marriage story. You just didn't get the Netflix uh, push by the sea. Uh, not Ugh. great. Yeah, not no. that good. I like the other one they did, like Mr. And Mrs. Smith. That was pretty good. To me, that would be the iconic uh, Angelina Jolie kind of role. Uh, wild. Uh, very flirty but dangerous. That's the I think the vibe uh, that she was putting off during her her heyday. Wanted is probably another one similar type thing. Gone in sixty seconds. Let's not forget. Oh yeah, her with dreads. That's <laughs> blonde yeah, dreads. There you go. <laughs> Jesus. Um, 
Yeah, the, when you're in a movie with Nicolas Cage and you have worse hair than he does, then <laughs> not a good decision. I would say my biggest hang-up with her and those who wish me dead is that you're now asking her to play a role that seems like it was written for Casey Affleck. Mopey. Uh, dealing with some sort of uh, tragedy that uh, even this film where they flash back to it, I still never really get a good sense of if she actually did something wrong or if it's just... Uh, you know, when you're dealing with uh, some sort of act of God, uh, where it's like just a wall of fire type thing, is there too much control we can expect her to have as far as like, oh, if you just done this, you fucking idiot. So it, it's hard for me to invest in this character feeling a sense of guilt and shame because I'm like, well, you still showed up. You're still there. Can't win them all. Can't save them all. Then you couple that with her uh, finding a child running from assassins in the woods. Ugh. Oh, little finger. I She's running from little finger and the beast. I was not into this high I, I remember we were doing, we were going to do something on Marcus played <clears throat> our, our dearly, uh, forgotten by I'll all. get there. We'll, we'll, we'll come back. You know, we went through like a hiatus and then, <laughs> you know how I keep like going to the known for the Mount Rushmore. I'm trying to hype you back up for like the, the concept we were going for with that. But you threw out an episode. We never did where you cited the, uh, writer and director here. Uh, Taylor Sheridan. Yes. That's, and, I, I mean, I was just waiting for you to stop talking, really, so I can switch away from Angelina Jolie to my real big pain here. I, I'm sorry that I continued that thread that you opened with Skeletor, where you're like, who is this hideous <laughs> creature? Well, Jared started texting me pictures, and, I, and then I went down the rabbit hole with the pictures, and I was just, ugh, God I almighty. I doing that to, while we're recording, both of you. Uh, <laughs> I was <laughs> doing an episode uh, on Million Dollar Arm, and I made the mistake uh, of talking about Lake Bell, about like how likable uh, she is, and then my mm. mind sort of wandered, and then I start looking <laughs> as I'm talking on the phone, and then it's just love. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! You, all right, we got look at this. Look, at, which is great audio when you're telling someone else to look at this. Uh, but you posited Taylor Sheridan. the The topic for this uh, episode we never recorded was uh, is pitching a no hitter at that point with you. And that's oh, yeah, almost that was like a year ago as well. That's right. Yeah. I would say this is it. This is the uh, the solid double from the opposition uh, to break it up for me because this felt like it felt like a Taylor Sheridan story, but just in the most generic way possible. And I did read where he was sort of like a hired gun, where it wasn't his original script, and he I guess punched it up a little bit. But yeah, uh, gloom and doom, Angelina Jolie, uh, you know justifying her previous failures and deaths by saving this kid um, from assassins who are either like the best at what they do or the most incompetent. I can't really tell with these, these two uh, because they're very effective. And then they have colossal fuck ups like in the very next scene. Like, why don't they just go down to the car and just whack out, whack out that kid? <laughs> it would it's a long walking? way down that hill. <laughs> <laughs> I did have that thought. What if you have the little beast boy? What if you have uh, the kid from about a boy here all grown up now? My wife did say something that struck me as, uh, I guess I should take offense to. She's like, oh, he looks like that now? And I didn't follow up as far as what she meant by that. But and a positive or negative? I'm thinking positive because she we've seen about a boy a few times. and He's a troglodyte. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would have liked Jared if that character would have said those very things. Like, that's a... It's pretty far. I mean, that car flipped over about 50 mm -hmm. times. He's probably dead. 
Oh, Let's you just know, leave it. if I was out there, that would definitely be, uh, I'm not walking down there. <laughs> I'm going to empty this magazine into the rest okay. of the car. I was going to say, you then... would at least take some more pot shots just to oh, see. Yeah. Definitely. See if something rustles up. Especially when you're, when you're, you're, you have no problem in taking out an innocent, like, lady dressed driving by. Just like, ah, she's okay. Why not just empty <laughs> some rounds in the thing? You know, bring a grenade or something. I don't know. Look, it's unfair to get into, like, plot holes with this type of thing. It's, this is like a B or C level action movie. This is... <laughs> this is a 90s throwback. Doesn't have to be. I, it made me think, like, didn't our, our man Howie Long, wasn't he, like, his first big push <laughs> after Broken Arrow, wasn't he, like, a, a smoke jumper? I feel like there was an action movie where he's, like, throwing an axe around and fighting, like, in a, a forest on fire. I never saw it, but I, I remember uh, the trailers for it. And just push this dumb just push it over the top dumb like you're gonna have a climactic sequence this is not a spoiler because it's in the trailer i think jared and i actually saw this trailer uh during wrath of man uh they didn't really make a big uh push about it being on hbo max at your house for the for the trailer that's cut for theaters they were not recommending you go home but <sighs> these assassins they complain throughout the film that it's like, oh, this this was a four man operation. Like you can't send two guys to, to right to capture all these people to, to tie up all these loose ends, and then they keep creating more loose ends because they are they, they that expensive. I was wondering that. Uh, I was like, what do, what do they charge? Because uh, Tyler Oak, Perry's you know, on a uh, <laughs> tight Tyler budget <laughs> for one scene comes in, and uh, I have no problem with it. I was hoping no he would, you know, he would be the boss level battle that like, after they deal with Beast Boy that he just. <laughs> jumps down from a tree and has to fight Angelina Jolie in the, in the fire. Like This would be five stars skeleton. for me if it was Medea out there with a gun. <laughs> if he comes in with a fucking parachute into the, <laughs> into the flaming woods. Lord. These assassins, they're in Florida, Hiro. They're in your old stomping grounds. Yes. Florida, and they man. make a, a plot point of saying... The first, I guess, you know, I don't know, attorney or whoever they kill to start this, this whole This is your attorney, role. yep. They say they're they're it's dumb and dumber. They're they're gas men <laughs> like coming in to to check, and they have the fucking you know the little vest on the helmet. Of course, they walk out. The house explodes. This is how they handle their business. Now, you know, if you blow up a house in a residential neighborhood, it's the district attorney's. It's going to be a news report. If they'd gone in and stabbed them, strangled them, shot them, it, you might have had the weekend before someone notices that they're they're gone you blow up the house immediately the neighbors across the street call somebody come check this out and they say this they're like oh god it's six hours i hope that the next guy we're going to kill doesn't <laughs> doesn't hear about this <laughs> well why did you blow up the fucking house because there's no i don't even think a very that, big house yeah yeah huge and as you said they're making no attempt to cover their tracks their their next you know attempt to kill is just with guns so what why why who, whose fault is that basically do you think that's uh, is that hbo's fault is that taylor sheridan's who who wanted to go so big and over the top in this and then cut to angelina jolie dealing with her grief it kills me I, I, it's just the the tonal swings here are just terrible now oh, this is your dude hyro <clears throat> well, I, you know, I was trying to figure out who wrote this, right? There's there's three writers credited based off of a book by Michael Coriata, Cori Teacher. Blame him. I'm blaming him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. 
these idiot moves seem so simple to, to, to guys like us when we're, you know, we were in the phase of talking about it. We were watching on it. Like I know they do dailies and and the movie process kind of is a, is a long process. I like where like, you're going saying the, the, the genius sub- squad here on sober cinema, 12 mm-hmm. listeners. Uh, That's right. Three of them on the show itself. <laughs> we can figure this out, but these, these four millionaires, they, they, you know, they need a, a stern hand to come and, and point out these flaws. Let me punch this up for you. <laughs> they, they, they watch this. They watch like the first 20 minutes of this movie and they say, yeah, I like it. I like where this is going. Angelina Jolie would uh, mysteriously have her shirt ripped quite a bit. I think that would be a note that I would, well, maybe not for Hiro. Bring out the six-month pregnant assassin fighter lady. Yes. Jared would have the belly exposed. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Next plot point is the assassins. If they just play them as bumbling. um, Home alone style. (laughs) I was even yes. going to go, uh, like, yes. the way of the gun. We don't even have to go that far. The way of the gun, Benicio and Ryan Philippi are not... They're badass, but they're also fuck-ups throughout. And they realize they're in over their head. But they don't give a shit because it's worth the, the gamble, the risk. These are supposed to be some sort of, I don't know, corporate assassins? Where this is some job they're bitching about, you know, that their manager, uh, Medea, like, didn't give them the... Uh, <laughs> the backup or the funding for this job. Um, but then they blow up the house. They show up at the house of the next guy. They're going, they're going to kill the guy just leaves his laptop and everything just on the kitchen counter. Like no passcode, no nothing. Yeah. They just open it up and they're like, all right, let's see where he went. Let's see. Uh, Oh, look at this picture with John Bernthal. Uh, I, I did kind of like that. It's almost like they're like this dork. Like if he took a picture of John Bernthal, that's where he's running. He's running. He's running to the arms of Bernthal. <laughs> he had like fifty pictures on that wall. <laughs> Keyed in on the, the one that's like, are you going with like whoever's the most handsome or he something? Because jock, that's who he's going to. <laughs> <laughs> and it says survival school in big letters. I mean, it's all the way across the fucking country, and they're like, that's it. That's that's where he's going. If this guy had just done the uh, the Florida project and been in a cheap hotel down the street, him and his kid are safe. Because whatever the, this globe-trotting assassins can only put Littlefinger and Beast Boy on the case, and it's just them. They don't. They can't make a phone call and say, "Hey, who are our West Coast operatives?" No, they have to get on a plane and go. And uh... it's a very small, tight-knit company. <laughs> These guys, man. There are. I mean, this is what happens when you cut corners and you try to clip coupons, right? This is mm-hmm. when you get the like the, the the store brand mayonnaise instead of the Hellman's. Now, are you talking this about what you get? The film itself, or the characters, or both? Yes. All of it? Yes. Above all. Well, which is sad because Taylor Sheridan, you know, he was pitching a no-hitter. You know, I was thinking about the assassins as you're, you know, talking in there. You know, maybe maybe they lied on their resumes and, you know, they claim to be like these, like, high-tech, high-powered assassins. But in reality, they're like the guy from Blue Ruin, just kind of bumbling through it like that, war dogs. That's, what was that movie where they, they lied and they snuck weapons all the way yeah. across Iraq? It's that. That's but a good movie. The assassin though. version. If the the main point of view is from guys who have lied about being able to <laughs> to, to kill these people in effective ways, mm-hmm. and then find themselves driving or across the country, the assassin and, version of I know how to use Excel. <laughs> <laughs> the accountant. I I'm also kind of getting uh, tired of Burnthal, at least in his. Uh, 
allegiant to Sheridan. He needs to be bumped up to like De Niro level, I think, for him. If he's going to be like the constant in the Sheridan works, why is he always uh, the guy under duress, getting roughed up? I mean, he's in this in Wind River. He's playing a good guy, but things you know don't turn out well for him. I don't dig that anymore. I, w- I want to see uh, have him be the lead here. Would you like this movie better if it had been Burnthal instead of Jolie as the the main hero? Yes, by a long shot. Absolutely. But then, I mean, there's a lot of moving parts. I mean, everybody's reasonably well cast. It, Nicholas Holt sticks out uh, because, to me, he's a little bit too famous now, I, I think. I don't know. Maybe I've been seeing some of his. Like, when you start looking at the artsy-fartsy stuff that he does, you know, he seems to kind of be sticking out. Littlefinger, you can see him in this, right? Burnthal, you can see him in this. Angelina sticks out. It's just a weird mishmash of a cast. And then you put Taylor Sheridan, and maybe I'm bringing my own baggage with Taylor Sheridan, but what is this cat doing? Um, this is just like a very disposable Netflixy movie. Yes, it it, it fits in the uh, to be an HBO Max premiere for sure. <clears throat> I did read that Sheridan, I guess, was hired to like just punch up the script. And he made uh, Warner Brothers the offer that he would direct it um, if he could get Angelina Jolie. So he wanted her specifically for this. And Why? I, I don't know. Um, and I, I guess the response was, uh, sure, if you can get Angelina Jolie, which I'm also thinking, like, I, I'm actually giving him the credit, Hiro, that he made the script uh, better in some way. Because I'm, I'm thinking this was, like, generic thriller. Uh, but I'm not... Uh, forgiving him for having uh, Jolie in this particular particular role. This I don't know. This is just like a. This should be a fun throwbacky sort of badass movie. Um, and so the last recording we did was Guy Ritchie. I feel like Guy Ritchie probably would have made this a better movie because I think he would have leaned into the the dumb jock aspect, as Jared said, jocks versus jocks and the the dorks, you know, fleeing in the woods. Uh, <laughs> on that note, I did not like Littlefinger from Game of Thrones, and my wife didn't either, being able to flip John Bernthal, like, end over end when he is, like, charged by my... A wee know. man, if you will. <laughs> I just... A manlet. <laughs> Can you all... I, I'm going to bring it up in the next thing we do, mm. so I don't want to bang this drum too much, but... I don't think a movie can get on my good side faster than having a villain who's in power, shit talking, uh, you know, has you under his thumb for 40 minutes, suddenly just getting the shit kicked out of him. Just randomly, the villain is just, just beaten down and just emasculated in some way. And it rarely happens. Like, you know, we, we have the standard trope of the hero has to be pushed so far. Burnthal certainly fits in that mold here. Uh, where, you know, he gets shot, uh, maimed or whatever. And he's, you know, he's pushing through to, to the very end, as far as he can go. But rarely do we see a villain, like the main villain, threaten someone, and then the tables are turned, and they're just like, where, where's the surprise villain death, I'm asking? Where's the shower sequence for a villain <laughs> where they're just off <laughs> halfway through the movie? Because uh, you, you still have the fire. You have the flames. I was say, you still uh, have a threat. Pregnant woman burned half of his face off, so there's a little bit there. Maybe Should've not killed the, him. the end that he Should have been dead. <laughs> Would have loved it. Go back to Home Alone. Would have loved if he was fucking executed. Run around with his stupid hair on fire. And but Beast you Boy. you stupid beast, little Beast Boy left over. Then he becomes the big bad. But he's the right? lazy one. He's the one that... <laughs> it's like... Uh, uh, he's probably good. <laughs> he's probably dead. She's pregnant and barefoot and running around in the woods. She's She'll, she'll die off. It'll be fine. Like... 
Eh, she's a woman. She's out there. We're not worried about her. And I think that's a suitable hey. ending to this show. <laughs> you start off saying, Angelina Jolie, hideous. Now we know what the real problem was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a woman. Taylor Sheridan still pitching a no-hitter. Is is mm. women. And, you know, also, Hiro, huge fan of Sicario, except for Emily Blunt. I see a narrative forming. I, I You know what? I, I seem to recall you backtracking that uh, that, that stance you took about Oldumski. I'm not going to agree. I don't know what I said. I know, but you know what? If you want to check it out, you can download all of my episodes. How about that? If you find it, (laughs) find that nugget where Michael admits that he was wrong about uh, Sicario and Emily Blunt. You do these podcasts long enough, you're going to end up disagreeing with yourself. You give yourself a few years, you'll come back and be like, I'm 100% on this side now. And uh, if I said otherwise, um, well, you'll have to download the other episode and see. I find that with Letterboxd a lot, where I go to rate something one way, and then I look at a similar rating. It's like, ah, I guess in context, like a comedy two versus like an action or a thriller two. What does that say about me? Where I find that I find myself doing that with Untapped. <laughs> uh, you're an alcoholic. Like a, eh, there's that. <laughs> Do what you love, Hyro. To the death. <laughs> <laughs> the scotch on the rocks please any scotch will do as long as it's not a blend of course uh single malt blend olivet blend fitting perhaps maybe a blend gown any blend i'm drunk on i'm thirsty i want a beer what about you Want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. There's two of them. One of them's got a gun. Did you pay the gas bill? Do you realize what you've done? I'm sorry. I said we bail. You know, uh, we are in a... Uh, Hyro's not in the health thread, which is pretty much just Dave uh, checking in with himself. Oh, that, uh, yeah. Just weighing in. Uh, oh, you guys have a diet thread? Like a, like a, I have no idea why I'm, I said I'm not... Uh, when it was started, I was uh, positive for COVID. I'm like, I'm not doing any of this shit. I'm just trying to stay alive here. And I think Teddy's in there. I think he was openly. Uh, he Why was did posting... you put me in here? I'm posting Big Macs. And... Yeah, he was posting pictures of you know cheeseburgers and whatever. <laughs> and... So I love it. I love Teddy was trolling, but Derek, as usual, Derek, uh, he was heavy on it for what a month and a half, maybe two months. Yeah, uh, it lasted to about March, where people were reporting in, and then everybody lost interest. I was in one with uh, Derek and uh, and Travis a few years ago. That. Uh... That didn't go so well. Travis I ballooned. Is, uh, is having back surgery now, so he's there's yeah. definitely not going to be any sort of weighing in on uh, on that. He tried to get me to come play poker, Jared, with that. Again? Using his back surgery as guilt. Like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to play poker for a couple months. And I I'm need like, somebody to come and check my cards for me. <laughs> <laughs> Bet for me, poker winch. <laughs> like, well, you've been having these poker nights for two years, and I've not shown up once, so I think I can wait two months more. Like, that's yeah. fine, with, fine with me kind of turned me off that they were doing it during covid <laughs> so uh don't really need that 
I think my turn off is they were doing it in a garage. Now that too, wicker yeah. furniture and in a garage really yeah. doesn't scream to yeah. <coughs> comfort are for you, me are, either. Are you looking down at his wicker furniture? Is that what you're doing? Yes. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Who has wicker furniture? Does that exist? In the garage it does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 